Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. You know, I always say that it's such an honor and a pleasure to be part of Voice America because Voice America believes that information is power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now, and so do I. That's what I believe. And that's why I'm here. My program, Positive Living, brings you practical solutions and positive principles to really lead the life that you want. And I believe you can make your dreams come true. Today I'm very excited to have on the program the actress Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour is a multiple Emmy and Golden Globe winner, and she is the recipient of the Officer of the British Empire. She's an acclaimed actress on stage, film, and television, as well as an artist, writer, lecturer, children's advocate, fashion designer, and home designer. In 2002, Seymour penned an autographical book, Remarkable Changes, profiling her own and 20 personal stories of others who have triumphed in the face of life-changing crisis. In addition, Jane Seymour and her husband, actor-director James Keach, have co-authored a series of exceedingly successful children's books entitled This One and That One, inspired by their highly and delightfully altered life since the actress gave birth to twins in late 1995. She is also the author of Two at a Time, A Journey Through Twin Pregnancy and Birth, and Jane Seymour's Guide to Romantic Living. Today we're talking about her brand new book, Hot Off the Press, Making Yourself at Home, Finding Your Style, and Putting It All Together, which will inspire budding home decorators to have fun, take risks, discover beauty, and turn their homes into havens of peace, joy, and serenity. Welcome, Jane. Thank you. Thank Nice to have you on the program. You have a new book out from the time that I interviewed you three years ago when you talked about Remarkable Changes, which was a wonderful interview, by the way. Your new book, Making Yourself at Home, Finding Your Style, and Putting It All Together. I have this book in front of me. It is a gorgeous picture book with pictures of your home and your family, and it's like a biography as well. What struck me in the book is that you make it easy for people to be able to decorate with their own style. Talk about that. Well, I think that, um, you know, a lot of people are, are terrified of how they're going to put their homes together. They mm-hmm. kind of look at the blank walls when they buy a house, and they and they, they just don't know. They don't know how to start or what to do. And, and I think sometimes they think, gosh, you know, I, I, it's, it's all about the paint color on the walls. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or, you know, but they don't know where and what their style is or what they should do with it. And I think uh, a lot of times, you know, if you can afford it, you get an interior decorator. And even still, you still have to convey to that person what your taste is, what it is that you want Mm -hmm. around you. And so really what I did with this book was try to help people figure out what their style really was and let them realize that they can have different styles in different rooms in the same house. They don't have to have one style Mm -hmm. that goes through the whole house. And, um, you know, a lot of people can look at a a vase or 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 a a plate or a jug or a, a, um, a painting or a piece of fabric and just say, oh, that's me, that's what I love. Or you can even look at the way they, they dress themselves, the kind of jewelry mm-hmm. they wear, you know, the kind of clothing, the kind of color schemes that they seem to be attracted to, and that will give you an instinct as to how and, and what kind of environment they would want to live in. Now, when they look at your book, which has your home and your dining room and your bedroom, how do you help folks to adapt that to their own style when they're looking at your pictures? Well, I talk about um, what the choices that I made and why I made them, and I, I really talk about, um, from the artist's uh, point of view, from the creative point of view, that if you have a blank canvas of your house, in other words, if you decorate your house in neutrals, you can really change it out a lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, instead of worrying about, oh, gosh, did we do the right color? Did we do the right thing? You know, it may be just a question of changing pillow covers. Mm-hmm. You know, so for, mm. for one season, you, you have things in neutrals and you bring a little bit of the outdoors in into your home or, or what you wish the outdoors were, you know, putting some plants and some touches of, of, of natural tones in there. And um, and then of a whim, you can just change out the pillow cushions, uh, you know, the, the, the cushion covers, and uh, throw some color in there. And so I've shown the same room in, in two different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I do the same thing with uh, bedrooms where you just you change the, uh, the bed covers 
and mm-hmm. suddenly it's like a whole other room. I talk about moving art mm-hmm. um, around the house. I talk about um, throwing color in, into the room through flowers, which is you know very easily done, either fresh or silk flowers. Um, I talk about finding collectibles, things that you've always owned, but you know maybe stuck away somewhere mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in a closet or packed away because you just didn't really quite know what to do with them. Yes. And then doing these things called tablescapes. So you actually celebrate artifacts and, and collectible things and, and you put them together with maybe a, a scarf or something from your wardrobe and maybe some beads that you haven't worn for a while, mm-hmm. maybe some, you know, single blossoms from the mm-hmm. garden and you, you really, you know, can do some really interesting um, artistic tablescapes. So what you're saying is you really don't have to spend a lot of money. You can be very creative with what you have. Absolutely, and I think that's the sport, really. And I think, you know, if you are looking at your house and saying, okay, I am going to decorate, what am I going to do? Uh, I think, you know, realizing that your taste may change, it, it might be a good idea to consider, at least to begin with, um, you know, doing things in neutral so that you can really change things out until you know what you really mm-hmm. want. Mm. How does your book fit with your own philosophy of living each moment to the fullest? Well, I try to simplify my life, but my life is very busy and and pretty crazy. Um, and i i try to I try to live in the moment. I try to celebrate life as it comes hmm. you know, to me. And so, uh, my living space changes daily. You know, as and when things happen, or people give me things, or I find things, or I, you know, decide that you know, if black and white is is what's what's happening in in fashion right now, or you know, it's well, there's a you know a color combination that's mm-hmm. happening in home furnishings that I find interesting. I, I I get excited. I look in my wardrobe and I'll just go, oh gosh, you know, I've I've got a bit of this. I can manifest a little bit of that in my house, and it, it would be fun to do. Mm. But um, no, I I I like to celebrate beautiful things, yeah. and I like my home to. Um, for me, when people come to my home, I want them to feel comfortable. I want them to feel at ease, mm. and uh, I'd like them to see that I celebrate my friends and my family. Mm. And, um, you know, art and... Um Which is reflected in your book very, very much. I interviewed a woman, Emil Jenkins, who wrote a book on antiques. And her one of the things she says is, and she's an appraiser, she says, I will come to your house in 30 seconds, she says, and I will tell you who you are. There do you, you think, go. Do you think that's true? Well, I, I think you can. Um, but I think a lot of people live in show houses, you know, where mm-hmm. somebody else has really done their house for them. Yeah. And they don't, and they really haven't got you know, the essence of who they are in their house. Mm. You know, for example, you know, right now everyone wants a Tuscan house. So it doesn't matter where they live, they want a Tuscan house. <laughs> They've never really been to Tuscany. Um, <laughs> you know, I, it, it astounds me that people want Tuscan, dark Tuscan houses when they live overlooking the ocean. Yes. I, I never quite understand that one. But, <laughs> and, you know, and they'll have very generic stuff around, you know. So they'll have the generic art and everything's in the rusty mm-hmm. colors. And, and, yes, it all kind of goes, but is it really them? Yeah, and that's the other question. How does somebody foster that creative spark in their daily life if they're not an artist or designer? Well, I, you know, I think trust your instincts. If there's something you like the look of, if there's a painting that speaks to you, um, if there's a jug that speaks to you, uh, that painted jug, as it were, you know, was the case for me with the kitchen, that whole uh, essence there, or if there's a piece of, um, of clothing you have, you know, a favorite dress or a favorite suit or a favorite scarf, that will give you a hint as to what it is that you love in terms of colors, textures, and themes. What did you love most about doing this book that was different from your other books? Well, what I like about it is I, I didn't want to say, hey, I'm the greatest designer in the world and, you know, copy me exactly to a T or spend a fortune and get decorators to come and do, you know, copy this. I wanted really to inspire people to be excited about being their own decorators or at least being able to explain to their decorators, you know, how to put the essence of them into their homes. And um, and it's very personal. I mean, my kids are in it. My my 92 year old mother is in it. We celebrate, mm, yes. you know, old photographs and you know, scrapbooks and um, you know, having private moments. You know, maybe just setting a table outside on on, on the veranda and and you know, just putting some fresh fruit out with a with a with a one little bud of uh, of an orchid. Just you know, making making things look beautiful just for for the fun of it and showing people it doesn't have to take a lot of time to do and that. Those little moments just make such a difference. Oh, the pictures are so beautiful in your book. And my favorite artist is Monet, and I noticed that you have used his style in some of your work in your painting. Absolutely. I love Monet, too, and I think, you know, 
mainstream America loves Monet and loves those colors too. Um, I did my own painting uh, called Dreams of Giverny, which is featured in the book, and we just see a part of the painting, just the, sort of the bottom mm-hmm. corner. But what I'm showing here is, you know, even if you had a print of Monet or whatever artist it is that you love, you take the essence of that painting, and in my case, it was all water lilies, so I got some silk water lilies, um, mm-hmm. buds, and I, I put them in regular water glasses that you can buy for nothing or you probably already have in your house, mm-hmm. and I show how, you know, different sizes, taller ones and smaller ones, you put a little bit of water in, you put the, the, the bud in, and um, and then I put a little uh, pin that I had of a frog mm-hmm. uh, next to it, and just suddenly this becomes mm. very interesting, mm. um, what I call a tablescape. Mm. My guest is Jane Seymour, acclaimed actress on stage, film, television, as well as artist, writer, lecturer, children's advocate, fashion designer, and home designer. We are talking today about Jane's newest book, Making Yourself at Home, Finding Your Style, and Putting It All Together. Jane Seymour is a multiple Emmy and Golden Globe winner, and she's the recipient of the Officer of the British Empire. In 2002, Seymour penned an autographical book, Remarkable Changes, profiling her own and 20 personal stories of others who have triumphed in the face of life-changing crisis. In addition, Jane Seymour and her husband, actor-director James Keach, have co-authored a series of exceedingly successful children's books entitled This One and That One, inspired by their highly and delightfully altered life since the actress gave birth to twins in late 1995. She is also the author of Two at a Time, A Journey Through Twin Pregnancy and Birth, and Jane Seymour's Guide to Romantic Living. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations who wants to share her experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. What's wrong with the airlines today? Why are they all in bankruptcy? What exactly is airline deregulation? Exactly how does luggage get lost? Why can't they do something to improve the security screenings process? What airline stocks should I buy? Find out on Jack Cady's All Things Aviation, an eclectic insider's look into the airline and aviation business. From how to get through airport security quicker, the future of the airline industry, what airline hubs to connect at, problems facing private pilots, what airline stocks to invest how to kill time at an airport, the effect of oil prices on airfares, how to get a good seat, websites for getting the lowest airfares, airline safety, and knowing your travel rights. Jack Cady, an aviation professional with over 35 years experience, covers it all. Jack Cady's All Things Aviation broadcast each Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Jack Cady's All Things Aviation, informative insight on travel, airlines, airports, and anything in between from a seasoned professional. Ever wonder what are the favorite travel destinations of the Hollywood jet set? Where do celebrities like to go when they aren't walking the red carpet? Tune in to Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk with President of Traveris, David Manning, and Lisa O'Hurley, golf aficionado and wife of actor John O'Hurley. On Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa talk with well-known actors, sports celebrities, and entertainment insiders to find out about their favorite travel destinations and what they recommend. On Travera Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa also offer up feature vacations each week and last-minute deals for your next getaway. Find out what's new and exciting in the travel industry, as well as how to raise money for your nonprofit organizations while enjoying a wonderful vacation. Travera Celebrity Travel Talk with David Manning and Lisa O'Hurley broadcasts each Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Travera Celebrity Travel Talk, your inside look into celebrities and travel. Conversation at a click of a mouse. VoiceAmerica.com
Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. Celebrating five years on the air with Voice America, 10 years on the air on my Trustful Radio program, and 25 years on the air uh, on television and radio total. But you know what? I love life. I believe in positive living, and that's what it's all about. My guest today is the acclaimed actress Jane Seymour. Jane is a multiple Emmy and Golden Globe winner. She is also an artist and writer and lecturer and children's advocate and fashion designer and home designer. She's written the book Remarkable Changes, profiling her own and 20 personal stories of others who've triumphed in the face of life-changing crisis. She and her husband, James Keith, have co-authored a series of exceedingly successful children's books entitled This One and That One. And today we're talking about her newest book, Making Yourself at Home finding your style, and putting it all together. Jane, you know, I hear so much passion in your voice in everything you do. Do you think everyone has a passion, even if they're not aware of it? And how do they discover their passion, as you have with art? I think you just get started and you try. And, you know, maybe it's just um, decorating the kitchen table or the, you know, the dining room table. Or maybe it's, um, it's appreciating art. You don't have to be able to paint to be an artist as far as I'm concerned <clears throat> picking great art I mean picking art that speaks to you it doesn't have to be expensive art it can be it can be just something that speaks to you and, and incorporating that in your in your home you know it's the eye of the artist is is not just the eye of of the person that can physically mm-hmm. do it mm. but I've uh, actually recently come up with a, a painting kit a beautiful little painting kit that's going to be sold in stores oh. and I did a little DVD um, showing people how I mean, anyone can paint mm. and draw. And I really do believe that there is the artist in everyone. And I've actually tested it out. I, I, I've done, um, you know, dinners where um, we've had a lot of scientists, a lot of doctors. And uh, at the end of the main course, I've, you know, put out some watercolors and some pencils, <laughs> and some, you know, brushes and some water. I've been showing my book at the painting party. And, and then these guys say, oh, no, we're scientists. We don't paint. We don't draw, you know, yes. with the other brain. And I, I, so I said, well, you know, just, you know, doodle, whatever. And you'd be amazed how beautiful their paintings were because they started doing things like cell division. Mm. But then they started doing <laughs> with really interesting colors. And then once they, you know, touched the watercolor pencil or the aqua stick with a little bit of mm. uh, plain water from a little jug at the table, suddenly, you know, they, they were developing a, a, a beautiful abstract mm. piece of art. So mm. honestly, everyone has it in them. Mm. How exciting, and, and that you're able to bring that out in others. How did you get involved in painting? Was it a natural talent for you among your many other talents? How did that come about? Well, I remember as a child that uh, my parents had zero artistic ability at all. I mean, my father could barely draw a stick person. Uh, but I remember that they always insisted that uh, gift-giving was something that we didn't buy. It was something that we created and made. And... Uh, I think I, I know I really loved the art classes at school, and, and I did reasonably well in art. Um, I mean, I could, I figured out a long time ago that that drawing w- was not that impossible. I mean, uh, if you actually analyze something that you're drawing, it either has straight lines, curved lines, or a dot. Mm-hmm. Literally anything you look at, in- including the human face, mm. is is a curve, a straight line, or a dot. And well, if you can write the letters of the alphabet, you can draw. Mm-hmm. You just have to analyze where those curves are and where they are in relation to another one. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, you do that when you write, you learn to write your letters mm-hmm. or you learn to write the alphabet or numbers. You know, you learn where that, you know, there's a diagonal on a four and then there's, yeah. it has an angle and then it has a line that goes, you know, through the middle of it and it connects. Well, if you look at, at objects and you draw the same way that you would, you know, right, uh, you realize that you can actually do it. When did you start uh, showing your artwork and going into galleries, and this has been the last several years? Well, what happened is when I turned 40, I had a really terrible year in my life, and not because I turned 40, <laughs> although I know a lot of people fear that, that momentous moment, but in my life then, um, my father died of cancer, which was very horrible and, 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 and very distressing to me because I was very fond of him. And uh, then I found out that my now ex-husband had been very unfaithful and, what's more, had left me completely bankrupt. Mm. Um, At a point in my life when I would have hit the worst depression ever and a lot of people would have made very bad choices Mm -hmm. or been really kind of uh, stuck in in this very bad place, I 
decided that if I was losing everything, I was going to give whatever money I had left or some of it to a child abuse agency. And in mm. return, this artist was going to do a drawing of my kids. So one of those, you know, um, yeah. silent auction things. The artist came to my house, saw some finger paintings I'd done in my, in my kids' playroom, and said, who did these? And I said, oh, I did. And he said, they're very good. You know, he said, are you an artist? I said, not really. And, and he said, well, I'll give you a lesson. I said, I have no money. And he said, oh, well, that's okay. I'll give you a couple of free lessons. I've got some time on my hands. And so he turned me on to painting watercolor. And from that moment on, I just discovered my sort of Zen place. I discovered a place where I could find joy and find mm. peace in a, in a really turbulent, um, very mm. angry, very distressed, mm-hmm. very scary time in my life. And so it was my healing. And yes. uh, the next thing I knew, people saw my paintings. And they wanted them, and mm. then they wanted to buy them, and then they wanted them on T-shirts, and then they wanted them on... <laughs> champagne bottles so, and fabric so, and goodness knows. So out of the op- obstacle came great opportunity for you. Absolutely. Yeah, my question is, you know, when you hit bottom like that, what was it? What was that little voice in your head? What was it that stopped you from going to the bottom? What pulled you up, Jane, and what advice do you give to others? Well, I mean, first of all, I had to... Three children to keep safe. And so, you know, I could not at any time manifest, or I had to try not to manifest, um, you know, fear, uh, panic, or, you know, losing it in front of them. I had to get them to school. I had to, you know, they still had to keep their grades up. They, they needed to know they were safe. I needed to find a way to feed them. So while they were at school, I had to figure out what could I do to make money. Mm. And how did I sort, how could I sort this out? So, you know, there was that. And, and I really just, I found that, Instead of, you know, hitting pills or, or the bottle, uh, I hit the art. <laughs> mm. And I really, when I say hit the art, I mean, I painted, you know, into the middle of the night sometimes. It just, mm. I would just... That's your outlet. That was my outlet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's mm. what kept me going, really. And I, I think, really, at the end of the day, you have to process um, grief and you have to process frustration and you have to process loss. And what you need to do is you have to acknowledge it. You have to realize you'll go through a bunch of stages of being angry about it, being frustrated by it, by feeling, you know, that it's not fair. Why me? Why not somebody else? And then you have to go next. And mm-hmm. the sooner you can get to the word next, mm-hmm. the better. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, you have to do that in sports. If you're a professional athlete and you're in baseball and you strike out, you have to, you, you, you have to forget that. If you're a, a, a golfer and you, you know, duff a shot mm-hmm. or miss the ball completely or you go in the middle of nowhere, you can't think about that last shot. You have to be, think about the next yes, one. Same thing in life. So well, I think you have to be in the present moment. Yes, and yet that was a great loss for you during that time. Who do you think were the role models for you, celebrity or non-celebrity, who taught you those valuable lessons that got you through those times? Well, you know what, I, I don't really have celebrities particularly that have taught me anything it's really uh, my mother i think and my father especially my mother because she survived a concentration camp mm. um she was in uh, indonesia and, and she's dutch and she was in in the world war ii incarcerated by the japanese three and a half years and she used to say to me that the reason she survived where so many didn't was that she was always you know trying to take care of other people she mm. said if you take yourself out of yourself and your problems said, you'll always find that other people have far worse problems than you, and you, if you can help them and, and don't expect anything in return, she said, your problems will diminish hugely. And it's so true. Mm. And I know that your mother had a stroke. How did that affect you, and how are you dealing with that and turning that into something that's positive? Well, I mean, it is absolutely devastating to see my mother, who's just so full of life, um, unable to move, um, mm unable to control her bodily functions. I mean, she's a very proud woman. And and in so much pain that if they move her at all, she just screams. And she can't speak anymore. And she, all she can say is, wah, wah, wah. And, and it's just devastating because, you know, the and she can smile and she can kiss and she can nod. And, and to what degree she really knows what's going on and doesn't, I don't really know. Mm. But um, the beautiful thing that's come out of it is that all the people that have loved my mother and that my mother has been there for over the years are all coming to see her on a regular basis. So this mm. is a stream of wonderful people that I've known all my life who are, who are telling us, you know, while my mother's still alive and while we're in front of my mother, basically saying, you know, Mika, you've been there for me my whole life. You changed my life. You've made, you know, you helped me through terrible times and problems that I've had. And, 
And they're there, and, and, you know, instead of saying it to her when she's gone, they're saying it to her while she's there. And mm. she's just nodding and smiling and hugging and kissing and, and being loved by these people. And, and for us as, as her children, to see these people who have impacted, whose lives were impacted by my mother is is fantastic. And a lot of our mm. childhood friends, and you know, are, are we're reuniting with, you know, people mm. that I grew up with that I've barely seen you know, our, I'm, I'm spending time with and mm. have whole new relationships with. So, yet again, my mother has brought um, a wonderful sense of sisterhood to our, our life. You know, everything that you talk about, Jane, is always you turn that obstacle into the opportunity. I mean, you really are a role model for that. We'll be right back with my guest, Jane Seymour. Today we're talking about Jane Seymour's newest book, Making Yourself at Home finding your style, and putting it all together. In 2002, Seymour penned an autographical book, Remarkable Changes, profiling her own and 20 personal stories of others who have triumphed in the face of life-changing crisis. In addition, Jane Seymour and her husband, actor-director James Keach, have co-authored a series of exceedingly successful children's books entitled This One and That One, inspired by their highly and delightfully altered life since the actress gave birth to twins in late 1990. She is also the author of Two at a Time, A Journey Through Twin Pregnancy and Birth, and Jane Seymour's Guide to Romantic Living. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. We'll be right back. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you're listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkgaard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Invoke thought, feeling, and inspiration into your life right here on voiceamerica.com. Live in the Green Life with Kim Carlson. Echopreneur, author, and green living maven brings you an upbeat, fun exploration of the doables of living a more earth-friendly life. Kim cuts through the noise and urban myth of green do's and don'ts and shows that it is possible to live green easily. From hip organic weddings to exotic echo travel to healthy personal care products. Get the most current trends and tips from the experts for living a more planet-friendly and human lifestyle. Live in the Green Life with Kim Carlson. Broadcast each Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Live in the green life for a human, healthy, and planet-friendly lifestyle. If you are a self-published author or an independent publisher, you know how difficult it is to gain maximum exposure. For the latest ways to increase publicity for your work, tune in to On the Same Page with Maxine Thompson every Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time. On the show, Maxine will interview thriving independent authors and give you the opportunity to call in and have your questions answered. She will also teach you fresh and innovative ways to gain more visibility and enhance sales for your book. The printed word has the ability to record culture and make history. Once again, that's On the Same Page with Maxine Thompson, every Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time. Make your words count on voiceamerica.com. From our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com. We are back. You're listening to Positive Living. And you know, I always say that I'm so happy to be part of Voice America because Voice America believes that information is power, the Internet is the future, and the future is now. And that's what I believe, and that's why my program, Positive Living, is on the air and on the Internet. My guest today is the acclaimed actress, Jane Seymour. Jane is a multiple Emmy and Golden Globe winner. She is also an artist and writer and lecturer and children's advocate and fashion designer and home designer. She's written the book Remarkable Changes, profiling her own and 20 personal stories of others who've triumphed in the face of life-changing crisis. She and her husband, James Keith, have co-authored a series of exceedingly successful children's books entitled This One and That One. And today we're talking about her newest book, Making Yourself at Home finding your style, and putting it all together. You know, everything that you talk about, Jane, is always you turn that obstacle into the opportunity. I mean, you really are a role model for that. What do you think is the one thing that everyone, no matter what their needs are, that they need to be happy in their life? 
Well, I, you know, I had a near-death experience, um, which I, I spoke about in Remarkable Changes. But I think once you realize, you know, how... <laughs> I mean, this afternoon may not happen for some of us, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, you can't guarantee anything in life. So if you're not living in the moment and you're not appreciating and doing the best you can with the time that you have, you're missing out. And, um, you know, finding that when you when you do pass away, that the only thing you take with you is the love you've shared with other people. And I, as I said, you know, what, witnessing my mother, who's on the brink of not being here anymore and in this own in this world of her own right now, um, you realize that the only thing she takes with her is is the communication, you know, the impact she's had on other people and the love that she shared. So mm-hmm. I really think that. Living in the moment is very precious and very mm, important. Very important. My guest today is Jane Seymour. Jane, speaking of living in the moment and, and dealing with what you've dealt with your mother as you see her age and with the stroke, let's talk about ageism in Hollywood. How has it affected you in terms of choices? Has it limited you? Has it, uh, has it expanded your life? Uh, is it more difficult for folks over 40 or 50 to get roles? Talk about that. Well, I mean, let's face it, you know, the advertisers are interested in selling things to um, people under the age of 30. And so they're not really that interested in talking about the human condition of people in their 50s. You know, that's that's not going to, in their opinion, sell anything. So, which I think is amazing because really it's the baby boomers that have the money and they're the ones that are, are buying things. But anyway, that's the way it works. And so... Um, you know, I'm not going to play the leading lady now unless we're, we're you know, talking about women my age. So it, it's it's more now a case of having character roles. And I think you just have to be objective about things, you know. There was a time when I played ingenues and then I played leading ladies and then I played mothers and now they've decided I'm not quite old enough to play grandparents or a grandmother, although mm-hmm. clearly I am old enough. Um, and so I have a much smaller range of roles that I can pick from. And there's an enormous amount of competition because a lot of a lot mm-hmm. of great stars and great uh, contemporaries, you know, are out there and willing to work for nothing, and you know, desperate to work at all. But, um, but I'm y- very fortunate; I don't have to work for money. I just work because I love acting. So I'm I'm pretty picky about what I do. But what's very interesting with you, and I'd like you to address this, is that you're multifaceted and multi-talented. So it's not just the acting, but it's the artwork and it, it's other work that you do. It causes you into uh, health and wellness. So talk to people about sort of reinventing themselves and well, being I, more multidimensional. I, you know, really, really. First of all, in terms of my acting, I've been doing a lot of comedy. I did a. a a movie called Wedding Crashes, which was a huge hit. Yes, so and uh, everyone said, "Oh my God, she's funny!" <laughs> <laughs> so since then, I had I did a series of seven episodes of Modern Men. Saw that which I too. starred in. Mm-hmm. I did three episodes of In Case of Emergency. And interestingly enough, although I was only ever a guest star in it, they used me to try and sell the whole show. So mm-hmm. people think that it was my show. Bizarre as that may seem, I did um, a, a, an episode of How I Met Your Mother, which was very successful and. Um, so I've been doing some guest starring and, and a lot of comedy, and I've got a film coming out um, May 11th and 12th called, um, May 11th, I think it opens, called uh, Blind Dating, Oh, which is a wonderful feature film, and uh, my husband uh, pr- and I produced it, mm. and uh, James Keats, my husband, he did Walk the Line, and he produced that Yes, too, and he directed this one, stars Chris Pine and Angela Jay and Eddie K. Thomas, and it's been very well received in film festivals and in various screenings. So watch out for that. And I'm I'm pretty funny in that. Mm. Completely different from how you normally see me. And then um, I've been at the art. I do about 12 to 14 one-woman art shows all over the mm. country. Um, I'm, in fact, going to be in Washington, D.C. fairly soon, uh, not only doing an art show, but also um, going to Congress and... Um, and talking about a documentary I did called Running Dry, which is all about the world's water crisis, which mm-hmm. I think is a hugely important issue. And mm-hmm. as we know, it's not just um, global warming, it's just, you know, happening generally. Um, so I'm, I did that doc- documentary, and of course I, I've done a painting that's being used for the invitation and, you know, to bring attention to... Mm. Wonderful. Well, and you've also done documentaries on healing and on health. Right. Uh, talk about, as our country is aging and the largest part of our population is older, how do we stay healthy and vital and, and you know, keep our causes but know where we're going in terms of staying vibrant and vital so we can live to a long old age? 
Well, you know what, I think positive living. I think just being positive about your life and, and really it's, my mother never took a vitamin in her life uh, and certainly never exercised, <laughs> clearly ate all the wrong things. Um, and she's 92 and just until recently she really had a very, very rich and very healthy life consider, considering. However, I think, you know, you can optimize your health way more in this day and age if you, if you do, um, exercise and and pay attention to what you eat mm-hmm. and, and how you live and and uh you know there's there's so much out there i yeah. i um i think things in moderation are, are really the yes. way to go and i think Good. you know a, anyone that just overdoes anything is going to have problems with it your sister is into uh is she a naturopath or a chiropractor she's a homeopath homeopath and she yes she she has a degree in homeopathy and um, and she really understands and studied alternative medicine. And I think it's interesting that mainstream um, medicine now is incorporating um, elements mm-hmm. of alternative medicine. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. the major drug companies are yeah. coming up with products that are using um, naturopathic yes. uh, remedies. And I, you know, a few years ago, they the doctors were all poo-pooing this. Now they're realizing that um, there are so many side effects in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, with with some major yes. pharmaceuticals that. Uh, that including what I call complementary medicine is very important. Yes, and let's talk about natural medicine and complementary medicine from a different aspect. When I interviewed you last, we talked about Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman because that was my favorite program. It was the only show in the history of my life that I watched every episode of, Jane. And I I really loved it. Uh, Talk about sort of the role um, of Dr. Quinn those days and what, because I found although it was set in the late 1800s, those themes were very current. And, And when Wellness and health was addressed often. Right. Speak well, to I that. Mean, I think what was great about the show is because it was set in the 1800s, um, you felt you were being taken out of, you know, today's society mm-hmm. and taken, you know, on a, on a wonderful, entertaining journey. But the, obviously it was historically accurate, so that was fascinating. You could see where we came from and what life was like then. But as you said, everything that was discussed then is incredibly current mm-hmm. with today. You know, issues of raising families, issues of uh, choices in terms of health, in terms of um, the way you raise kids, in the, in the, the way you um, deal with society, in terms of racism, in terms of different belief systems, in terms of different healing practices, choices you make when, you, when you're sick. Uh, I mean, everything, you know, pollution, mm-hmm. um, it's just amazing. You know, we basically haven't learned a thing is what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. And, and when you see it out of context, out of today's context, and set in that time, you go, oh, my gosh, you know, you know, people are still burning books. People, you know, mm-hmm. people are decried as heretics for having different beliefs. You know, people are killing one another because they believe in a different way of, of, of praising their God. Um, mm-hmm. You know, people still are racist. People... You know, still have issues when they get breast cancer, or they, mm-hmm. or they have an, mm-hmm. an illness, and you know, some believe that, that spirituality will, will um, alone will um, will heal them, and and, and others don't. And yeah. and you know, people think that they have the right to tell other people what they should and shouldn't believe. I mean, all of this was in Dr. Quinn and addressed. Very and, much so. And you know, it's, it's clearly the issues we have today. Right. My guest today is Jane Seymour, acclaimed actress on stage, film, television, as well as artist, writer, lecturer, children's advocate, fashion designer, and home designer. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. From our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com. The Woman MVP Who Sets You Free with host, entrepreneur, author, motivational speaker, corporate executive, philanthropist, wife, and mother, Luann Mitchell-Halter is an exciting and provocative look at the real world with real exciting guests and real stories of triumph and professionalism with a dash of spice sharing recipes for a better world on all the playing fields of life. Join Luann Mitchell-Halter as she and her guests uncover and expose us to our abilities to create our very own big league MVP. MVP, my victory plan, potential for greatness. The Woman MVP Who Sets You Free with Luann Mitchell-Halter broadcast each Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. The Woman MVP Who Sets You Free. It's time to get off the bleachers, play the game of life, and be the MVP. 
What would you do if you knew that you could not fail? The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili is a radio forum for some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Dr. Pat brings together and introduces visionary scientists and futurists, environmentalists, educators, business leaders, inventors, filmmakers, authors, artists, mystics, and healers who inspire and support individual and collective growth and positive cultural shifts. This award-winning radio show empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern for the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. Radio to thrive by. Wine and Women is not your boring wine geek show. It is rather a fresh, fast-paced approach featuring interesting stories and entertaining segments about wine and wine-related topics through a warm and chatty format that will appeal especially to women, men optional. Hosted by wine connoisseurs and luxury lifestyle experts, Julie Brosterman, Lisa Kring, Sharon Borston, and Jeanette Oku, Wine and Women takes listeners to Napa, Sonoma, and other wine regions worldwide to meet the best as well as the newest winemakers, to restaurants to meet top chefs and sommeliers, to wine-themed spas, wine country getaways, even into supermarket wine aisles where women and wine angels swoops down and helps shoppers to get their wine picks and more. Women and Wine broadcasts each Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Women and Wine, enjoying life one sip at a time. Conversation at a click of a mouse. VoiceAmerica.com Hey everyone, we're back. You're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. Today I'm very excited to have on the program the actress Jane Seymour. Today we're talking about her brand new book, Hot Off the Press, Making Yourself at Home, Finding Your Style, and Putting It All Together. Jane, I was recently interviewed on a milestone birthday, and the interviewer asked me, because I've been doing these kinds of interviews for 25 years, who was a role model? Was there a signature interview for me? And I want you to know that I mentioned your interview, and here's what struck me about that interview three years ago, and I'd like you to address it again, is that you've been married several times, and you've been through some hard times, and yet you are still friendly with your former husbands and their family. You are able to bring forgiveness into this and to bring the families together. That's rare. Please address that. Well, I think, you know, if I have, the, you know, the number one most important thing in life, I think, is to forgive. And I think, first of all, you have to forgive yourself. If you can't forgive yourself, you can't possibly start forgiving other people. And I think that's really the basis of a lot of religions, really. I think a lot of people get involved in, in organized religion because they they need to be able to forgive themselves and to move on. And they need to be able to forgive other people. I think... Mm-hmm. Um, I always tell people if you're going through a divorce and children are involved, um, you have to separate the end of your relationship with your with your spouse in terms of your love, trust, and and that essence of your partnership, and realize that forever and ever and ever you will always be partners in terms of raising your children, mm-hmm. and that your children need to be able to know that they don't have to live separate lives with two different mm-hmm. parents. That you know you should you should allow the other parent to openly be a part of that kid's life. So, you know, for example, we chose not to um, have, you know, every other weekend and, you know, this Wednesday and that Thursday. And, you know, I, I basically said, you know, anytime you want to interact with your children, you can. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if, if, if it was a weekend that my kids were with their, their father and I'd been through all the practices and I knew how important the game was, uh, if I wanted to go to the game and watch it, absolutely, I'd be there. And instead of mm-hmm. sitting at the other end of the stand, I'd sit right next to mm-hmm. my ex-husband, even though we were going through a ferocious battle in court. Mm-hmm. But we made a pact that when it came to the children, we would absolutely not fight mm-hmm. at all, mm-hmm. not in any way, shape, or form, because... You know, why harm them? It's hard enough for them yes. that, that the divorce is happening. What would you say, Jane, is the most important quality about yourself that has gotten you to where you are now? I think um, being able to um, process disappointment and uh, move on, forgiving myself, um, being... Forgiveness again. Forgiveness again, yes. I mean... For, for yourself, you know, others I, I think, as well as I you. I think the nature of, of the business that I'm in is such that, you know, you have to <laughs> accept failure because, you know, I go up for lots of different things and they'll say, yes, you're a wonderful actress, but no, thank you very much. We don't want you. We want someone else. Mm-hmm. But if I take it personally all the time, you know, I, I, I never dare go out there again and start yeah. again. And I think, you know, you have to be that way with everything you do. I mean, 
you know, you try, try, and try again. And uh, mm-hmm. and I, I always think out of the box. You know, people are always astounded by by the creativity that comes out of my head. I mean, I, yeah. I now have a whole home collection that I'm launching at the Great Indoors, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm doing this week. But in the last week, and that's my voice is, is kind of rough. I was in New York launching my book, Making Yourself at Home. I was launching at the Great Indoors, all these mm-hmm. products, giving style seminars, talking about the, the movie Blind Dating, um, uh, you know, talking about so many different things. And even while I'm doing this, I'm coming up with new ideas for new collections, for new paintings, and new ways of, mm-hmm. of trying to um, raise awareness for different issues that I think are really important. And you're so multifaceted in terms of art and acting and speaking and in so many different areas. Is there a common thread in all of that for you, Jane? Is there one sort of spearhead in a sense? Well, I, I do. I think it's, it's, I want to empower other people. I mean, I find it very sad when I pe- see people kind of locked into their own um, emotional paralysis. I, I, I find people who are physically paralyzed that, that are finding more life than a lot of people who are not physically paralyzed mm-hmm. but, but are paralyzed in their own mm-hmm. psyche. I really kind of want to kind of nudge people and just say, hey, you know, draw a stick figure and then, uh, you know, with an aqua, an aqua pencil or an aqua stick and then, you know, put a, put a, a brush stroke with just plain water and see what happens. Mm. I said, who knows? You might come up with something you didn't know you could do or, 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 you know, look in your, in your attic or in your closet and see things that you used to love that you haven't looked at for a while and find a way to make up a little, um, area of your house, like a, a little uh, tablescape or something mm-hmm. or find some old photographs that are just stuck in a box somewhere and you know scan them in your computer print them up and put them in a picture frame and change mm-hmm. out that picture frame so mm-hmm. you have like for example I do in, in, in my book I, I show people that every Easter I'll get all the pictures of all of the generations at Easter mm-hmm. and of course you know in the, in the past we've dressed up members of the family with their stupid bunny ears so we've got bunny ears from grandparents and parents and children and babies and and we put them all in the frames or at Halloween. And I've mm-hmm. even found photographs of my husband when he mm-hmm. was eight years old at Halloween. Mm-hmm. And we looked at it with the Halloween pictures of our little children. They look just the same. You know, have fun with stuff. You think and, out of, literally think out of the box is what you're saying, literally. Change your environment, you know, as, yeah. as you grow and as the days go by and as you, you find things that you like that you want to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. put them out there and, and enjoy them. Are there any characters you've portrayed that have taught you a really important lesson in life? Well, I think Dr. Quinn. I mean, that was my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Dr. Quinn was, um, because I got to play 140 hours of her. Yes, so, yes. you know, I had plenty of time to really, yeah. um, learn a lot about that character because she, she spent 140 hours doing things. And the other characters have only really been given much shorter times in which to, mm-hmm. uh, express mm-hmm. themselves and, and go mm-hmm. through an episode in their life. Jane, what is your message for people in your wonderful new book, Making Yourself at Home, which is a beautiful picture book that helps people to decorate their homes with their own creativity, but also your message in general for folks today? I think find the beauty in your life. Um, Embrace um, who you uniquely are and manifest it in uh, in the way your home looks. And be be brave enough to try it. And people can get your book through Amazon or your website? Um, actually, on my website, I've got a very special offer. For the, the normal price of the book is $40. And what if you go to janeseymour.com or janeseymourhome.com, I think it is, the uh, janeseymourhome.com, um, and you order the book, I am right now also for free giving a, a print of a brand-new um, painting that I've just done, which is hand-signed. Mm. And uh, so you get the 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 um, hand-signed print and a hand-signed dedicated book um, mm. for the same price as a regular book. So I, I'm doing that un- until the books that I personally have here um, are, are gone. So that's mm. available, and uh, I encourage you to, to go there because that's kind of a special gift, especially good for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And also, actually, you know who's been loving this book? Our real estate brokers, anyone in the real estate business. It's a great book to give someone who's mm-hmm. just bought a house because it gives them a ton of ideas as to what they're now going to be able to do with their, with their um, new that wonderful? dwelling. Well, Jane, you know, I want to thank you for being such a positive role model for all of us, and particularly for me, and really being an example of positive living. And I'm just delighted that I've been able to have you on again and hope that I can have you on many more times on this program. Oh, thank but, you. Uh, well, you know what, I, I just... I should mention, of course, the book is available in bookstores all over the country and, of course, at the Great Indoors, where all my home products are. 
Okay. And I'm going to be doing book signings and um, style seminars all over the country. So, you know, check on on my website, and I'd love to meet um, some of the listeners personally and, and, you know, hear their feedback. You know, this is very important to me. That would be wonderful. It's a beautiful book. Thank you, Jane. Stay on the line for a minute. Thank you, Jane Seymour, for being on this program. It was very inspirational. Thank you. Remember, folks, you can make your life and your dreams come true. Stay healthy. Stay happy. Get the support that you need. Know that you can always find the opportunity and the obstacle. And know that you can make your dreams come true. Until next week, I'm Patricia Raskin for Positive Living. Have a wonderful day. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you're listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkgaard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Invoke thought, feeling, and inspiration into your life right here on voiceamerica.com. Live in the Green Life with Kim Carlson, echopreneur, author, and green living maven, brings you an upbeat, fun exploration of the doables of living a more earth-friendly life. Kim cuts through the noise and urban myth of green do's and don'ts and shows that it is possible to live green easily. From hip organic weddings to exotic echo travel to healthy personal care products, get the most current trends and tips from the experts for living a more planet-friendly and human lifestyle. Live in the Green Life with Kim Carlson, broadcast each Thursday at noon pacific 3 p.m eastern on the voice america channel living the green life for a human healthy and planet-friendly lifestyle if you are a self-published author or an independent publisher you know how difficult it is to gain maximum exposure for the latest ways to increase publicity for your work tune into on the same page with maxine thompson every tuesday at 6 a.m pacific time On the show, Maxine will interview thriving independent authors and give you the opportunity to call in and have your questions answered. She will also teach you fresh and innovative ways to gain more visibility and enhance sales for your book. The printed word has the ability to record culture and make history. Once again, that's On the Same Page with Maxine Thompson, every Tuesday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time. Make your words count on voiceamerica.com. From our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com.